0: Maybe I just don't get it. Do you enjoy being hurt? I know you smell that perfume, the makeup on your shirt. You don't believe his stories. You know that they're all lies. Bad as you are, you stick around, and I just don't know why. If I was your man, baby, you never worry about what I do. I'll be coming home back to you every night. Doing you right. You're the kind of woman, deserve good plan. full of diamonds, handful of rings Baby, you're a star. I just wanna show you you are. You should let me love you. Let me be the one to give you everything you want. And need. Baby, good love and protect. Section. make me your selection, show you the way love's supposed to be, baby you should let me love you, love you Your beauty's description is so good that it hurts. Nine plus ninety-nine, and it's a shame. You don't even know what you're worth. Everywhere you go, they stop and stare. Cause you're bad and it shows From your head to your toes, out of control. Baby, you don't know, baby. To you every night, doing you right. You're the kind of woman, deserve good things. full of diamonds, handful of rings. Oh, baby, you're a star. I just want to show you you are. You should let me love you. Let me be the one to give you everything you want, and you. Good love and protect. Make me your selection, show you the way love's supposed to be. Baby, you should let me love you. Hey, 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 thank you for listening. That was quite long. I had to get it off my chest, I was feeling it. Not necessarily podcast, I'm back at it again. Oh, I'm just self-expression, music sessions, time's depressing, life's about progression. I'm gonna jump straight into it. Well, first of all, sipping my matcha tea. <clears throat> oh, man, that was a I had to get that off my chest, like I said. Recently, <laughs> recently i just been focused on... Hold on a second, let me make sure this is clear. I know last podcast, there was like some ruffling sounds. I'm gonna just hold the microphone front of my mouth and talk with a deep voice as my vocal tonality studies have shown me (laughs) so you should let me love you i love that song that that white guy with the beard that teddy swims he covered that shit and i was just like holy shit it's like he made the shit his own he really did a good job with it and i you know Covering covering a cover. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I mean, recently I just been I mean, for a long time I just been thinking like I would be such a good boyfriend. Like I really would be in a I would be the most supportive, the most loving, the most affectionate, the most like call me anytime. I'd be your friend. I'd be you know what I'm saying, I'll give you advice, I'll listen to you, I'll learn from you, you know, we grow together, but like, you know, no one's interested (laughs) no one's interested in me. I remember I was in uh Colombia and, and we were like driving in a truck, I was with these random tourist people, and they're really cool, just a boyfriend and girlfriend, just on vacation, I was in Colombia uh, in March 2020, and this was the last time I went to Colombia, and so we were in a truck, like on some sort of a tour to La Guajira, La Guajira is in northeast Colombia, it's where the uh, YU people are. I was gonna visit them. I was with the YU driver. You know, what I'm saying he looked indigenous as fuck. I was like, this guy's mad cool. He's telling us about you know war stories and like you know what I'm saying indigenous culture, um, speaking Spanish with that YU accent. I was like, oh, this is mad lit. And so these this couple sitting with me in the truck and we're talking and stuff, obviously. And um, eventually, well, I guess we were having lunch later and so uh either it was in the truck or either during in the truck or or during lunch later they were just like so you have a girlfriend and i'm just like no i never did and they're like huh why you know (laughs) the same question there's always a reason to everything right why why is such a good question but i never liked it in that context why don't why have you never been in a relationship why haven't don't you have a girlfriend and she i mean i don't know the answer to that first of all second of all it's quite intrusive third of all it puts a lot of pressure and it makes me feel anxious um i think about it all the time you know but it is what it is so i don't know the answer i don't know i'm great don't know <laughs> if i if i may toot my own horn beep beep you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm great um but yeah, I remember he asked that and then I was just like, Oh, no girl's ever interested. That's this was my answer in the moment. Uh I just they're really cool, you know, it was different from the therapist asking me, you know. In that case I was just like I just like, What the fuck is wrong with you? And you know, I responded quite Quite uh, animated, and I was—I well, didn't curse. I was just like, I do not like that question. Why are you asking me that? That's, you know, this is just the orientation. How can you ask that? How can you say that? And so, but these people were cool tourists. They were just having like laid-back conversations. So I don't know. I just threw whatever answer out there. I didn't feel too too bad about it. Too uh, anxious. I was just like, yeah, no, no girl ever wanted to be my girlfriend or something like that. <clears throat> and so, <laughs> the guy they're both from argentina the guy responds and he says he says something like oh i know someone like that back home and i'm just like oh okay and they of course they ask me also oh, have you ever have you ever had sex and i'm just like uh yeah and they're like oh how is how with who and i'm just like oh a prostitute of course and they're like oh okay so, it is what it is. Make no mistake, I don't like using the word prostitute, but that's the word I used back then, so I'm just, you know, telling the story. I say sex worker, you know, I believe it's a respectable job, I believe it should just be a legit job, there's nothing wrong with it, no, no, you know, um, stigma attached to it, things like that, you know, I just... Actually, I feel like it's necessary sometimes. You know, I feel like if if they were like tested, STD tested, and and clean and stuff. Cause make no mistake, in my human attract, I'm just going off on all types of tangents today. But that's that's what this podcast is gonna be named, like tangent, tangent Saturday. <laughs> Fuck it, you know. I'm drinking tea, feeling good. Anyway, um, so like I was saying. <clears throat> Oh man, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, I believe sex work should just be a legit job. Like, it should just be normal. I feel like it's necessary. Make no mistake, in my recent studies of human attraction, it says that, you know, women like men who just come off with this sort of energy that they do get laid, they do get pussy, they do ha- ha- ha be in relationships and they have experience, hmm. so, I mean, it makes sense that growing up as a teenager, you there would be somewhere you could go, like, when you're old enough, maybe you're 16, or 17, to lose your virginity, and to learn a few things, and then to gain some confidence in a safe, controlled way, you know, and to learn that, oh, you know, and to learn, and to, I just understand that having sex doesn't mean you're in love, you know, because, make no mistake there's a there's another podcast out there i forget what it's called where there's a story told about a kid who goes to las vegas a walmart employee who goes to las vegas and then he um you know cause sex work is very legal out there and then he he like falls in love with the with the sex worker because they talk for like three hours and have sex and then he starts crying on the way back <laughs> and it's just like damn you know for for us people who haven't had that deep connection you know who aren't very touchy-feely physically and that you know don't have much experience it's easy for us to like just just you know misinterpret love for lust or something like that I don't really know the exact terminology I hope you hope it's clear what I'm trying to say you know me I have I didn't grow up with deep connection and very social and always talking and stuff so when a girl comes really close to me, for example, or a girl' even just looks at me and smiles, I'm like, "Oh, she must like me like this feels really good, like oh, I think I'm in love <laughs> so so that's how it works, but make no mistake. I feel like if sex work was legal, this would be a easily overcomable um this will be an obstacle that can be easily overcome. Like growing up, adolescents can learn like, oh, okay. Oh, so I have to be used to this level of this level of oxytocin in my brain and dopamine. I have to be used to this level of connection with females. And there's nothing sexual about it. Or, or there is something sexual about it. But it's just normal because we're all human. And, and, and that doesn't mean I'm in love. That doesn't mean I have to be desperate. And uh, sex is not the end-all, be-all i could focus on other things that's what i've been thinking about lately you know so off the sex worker topic conclusion is that sex work should be legal there's so many reasons for it uh, that's my opinion self-expression so there you go you can disagree if you want that's cool you can agree if you want that's cool um yeah <laughs> off of that off of that subject But um, yeah, recently in my human attraction studies, that's what it's been telling me. But also that I should focus on my own thing, that there's more to life than than sex. You know, I, I I believe I should focus on my studies you know, i, I it's about, to, this is the critical time, I have like two weeks before everything starts becoming due, social problems, class, English class, this class, that class, African American history, and the other one, psychology, everything's gonna be due around the same time, uh, coming up in like two weeks, No Thanksgiving, and then after that, everything is gonna be due at the end of the term around Christmas time, this is a critical time in my life, it's either, you know, sink or, sink or swim, yeah, that's the can't believe I remembered that phrase. Sink or swim. That's a fact. So, oh, excuse me. I have to focus on my studies. I have like three homeworks due. Two extra credit papers to write. Uh, another paper for psychology. Like five chapters to read of African American history. And an English research paper to start on James Baldwin. <laughs> Make no mistake. The, the stories that we be reading about in English class are some bullshit. All whitewashed uh you know his white 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 stories white people fuck one of the uh classmates was like oh what do you with black girl you know (laughs) she was like oh what do you expect you know they they uh they they uh uh rule us so they're gonna we're gonna read their shit (laughs) i was like yeah makes sense i guess i fucking hate it like you know i would be reading a story and then there's the n-word there and it's just like you know talking about uh, a it's made a, a serve or a slave even i think one of the stories there was a slave in it and they just call him the n-word in all type of situations i'm just like yeah i hate this shit i mean finally we read some cool shit you know sonny's blues by james baldwin and i was just like oh this is all right i could get down with this I'm about to do my research paper on this, and I have to like uh, one of the possible research paper things is like, oh, how does the author's life, uh, uh connect to the storyline, or what is the relation? What is the relation, and how you know things like that? So I would love to write about James Baldwin. I mean, she apparently he's like uh, one of the leading civil rights activists. He was like a, one of the best authors in the '60s and '70s and stuff. I'm not sure if he's still alive, Hmm. but I just started the Netflix documentary, I Am Not Your Negro. I've watched like the beginning of it before, but now I'm going to watch the whole thing. And then I'll watch some more videos and do my research on him and things like that. So yeah, I got to just focus on my studies, you know. It's a critical time, focus on myself, focus on my plant-based diet. I'm not fucking around no more. I just had a cereal with water, pumpkin flax and Chia Hill Mary full of grace, and I had a a leftover legendary sandwich and a B12 vitamin. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I just went for exercise too and did 50 push-ups. What, you know? That's how I'm giving it up. I just had some leftover wine from last night. I woke up this morning, I said, fuck this shit. Gotta focus, I threw it away like, five bags of chips, five bags of potato chips, I'm, fuck it, I'm throwing it away, I'm, I can't, I gotta focus, (laughs) just water and vitamins, what, I mean, um, nutrients, nutritional food, but the B12 thing is quite curious, uh, for us plant-based kids, in other words, vegans, we have to take, like, B12 supplements, apparently, because everything is like very uh, sanitized. All our food is very sanitized. It doesn't have that microbiome that's natural in nature. And the microbiome has a very necessary vitamin B12. So, we're not. I'm not getting B12. You know, it, it's only in animal products. But then again, the animal products that that exist out there, those those animals that make those animal products were probably fed B12 supplements themselves. So it makes no sense. It's like yeah, it's not the B12 is not from nature. I thought because I was gardening past summer, um, I was getting the B12 from the garden, which is a fact. You know, I was picking the peaches off the tree and eating it right away. Cherry tomatoes, you know, what I'm saying blueberries, pears. I would just pick the shit off the tree and eat it. No, not washing it, nothing. Cilantro, uh, kale, all that stuff. I was eating all that stuff from the garden all the time, but. Not anymore. Um, it's been a while since I went to the garden, and uh, winter's coming. I'm actually meeting up with the garden volunteers in a couple hours, so that's cool. Hmm, gotta watch the time. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's how it's going. I'm focusing on my studies and letting all the girls come to me. Imagine that. <laughs> and man, that would be nice, right? Well, Anyway, I was going to read a passage from the uh, Daily Stoic. That's a book that I have. It has like 366 meditations on wisdom, perseverance, and the art of living by Ryan Holiday. <clears throat> the Daily Stoic. So basically, every 366 meditations. So it's like uh, one for each day of the year or something like that. So I'm going to just flip to November. You know, November apparently is the month of acceptance. So I'm flipping to November 13th, which is today. It says... <clears throat> never complain, never explain. Don't allow yourself to be heard any longer, griping about public life, not even with your own ears. Hmm. So every uh, page starts off with a quote, usually from Marcus Aurelius uh, or Epictetus or Seneca, something. Uh, these are all like, yeah, Seneca. Yeah, his, the, I mean, Stoicism is like a ancient Roman philosophy. So these people are all Romans. Not only do even the most fortunate of us complain, it often seems like the more fortunate we are, the more time we have to do so. Marcus Aurelius was a reluctant chief executive, just as you might be a reluctant accountant, kid's soccer coach or lawyer, or perhaps you generally like your job but you could do without a few of its attendant responsibilities. Where does that thinking get you? Nowhere, other than in a negative state of mind. It calls to mind the motto of British Prime Minister Benjamin Disraeli, never complain, never explain. He said this because like Marcus, he knew that the burdens of responsibility were immense. It's so easy to complain about this or that, or try to make excuses and justifications for the things you've done. But that doesn't accomplish anything, and it never lightens the load. There you go. Stoicism. I've reached it like this all the time. I study Buddhism, I study Stoicism. You know what I mean? I grew up Catholic, fuck Catholicism, you know what I'm saying? With the exclamation point. But, um, yeah, this is the type of... Never complain, never explain, I mean self-explanatory, you know, hmm, yeah, it's so easy to complain about this or that, or try to make excuses and justifications for the things you've done, but that doesn't accomplish anything, and it never lightens the load, there you go, don't complain, don't explain, I also study Scientology, apparently, oh man, I really want to talk about this, um, scientology well i'll get there um scientology is cool you know what i'm saying i feel like they have good intentions the scientology church in harlem uh i went there for the auditing session it was great i cried three hours long everything it was free and it's like they're trying to get me hooked and they're trying to sell their product and this and that and you know and make no mistake before long they gave me this um this um this option of oh get the auditing sessions, it's twenty dollars an hour. So basically uh twenty-five dollars an hour, so a hundred and twenty-five dollars for uh five hours, and I'm just like, damn, that's way too much. I cannot afford that. And then they're like, Oh, but you know, we could do a payment plan. Oh, but you know, taxes cover there's the CARES Act. And I'm just like, What the fuck is the CARES Act? They said it's uh it's like something only in the year of 2021 where uh non-profit organizations like the Scientology Church of Harlem can can uh you know get off get like on their feet and moving again and help the people Um uh, non-profit organizations uh can help the people it's like the government saying oh here you go here's the helping hand but not really like it doesn't really do anything I looked into it I, I know how to do taxes i did my taxes the past five years so i just looked at my previous years taxes making the mistake every summer every spring it's like i relearn it because this shit is kind of stressful to have to you know think about it all the time and then you know i only think about taxes when tax season comes up so you know what i'm saying i looked at my taxes from 2020 and i'm just figuring out how it works again and then all of a sudden i realized oh the cares act
1: huh
0: all that's gonna do if I claim three hundred dollars, uh, the max that I could claim is three hundred dollars. Uh, the max if I claim that and I get ten hours of you know free sessions to two hundred and fifty. Let's say if I spend two hundred and fifty dollars on sessions and I claim it, then the only thing it's gonna do is lower my. It's a deduction, so it's gonna lower my taxable income. So let's say my income was you know uh, $10,000 or, you know, $20,000, let's say 20,000. And, and then I claim that it's going to be, is <laughs> my, my income is going to be $19,750, uh, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. $19,750 instead of 20,000. So now eh, eh, once I have my, um, my uh total gross income $19,750 instead of 20000 then I'm gonna look at the tax table and and there's and then at the tax table it says oh if you're single and you've had this much income this is the amount of tax that you should have paid that you d- owe the government that uh, this much uh to, let's say it's 19750 uh, seven hundred and fifty for single the amount of tax is $1,000 you owe the government right but when it's uh, right above that would be oh, $19,800, and right above that 19850 and then 20000 it's is in the tax table. $20,000, the amount of tax you owe the government, $1,030. <laughs> what the fuck is only a $30 difference between the tax you have to pay when when you make uh, uh... twenty thousand versus nineteen thousand seven hundred and fifty a thirty dollar difference so by using some simple mathematics some stupid uh... uh it's like uh, it's like a magic trick you know the claiming your taxes it sounds like so attractive so oh it's like oh you, you're gonna get it for free the government's gonna cover it no they're not they're not covering it they're not covering shit the only thing i'm doing is saving thirty dollars with if i claim the uh 250 that I'm gonna spend for Scientology. It was I uh, once I saw that I'm like, man, am I stupid or what? Like I was really about to do this. It's gonna save me thirty dollars. So basically I thought that I was gonna get two hundred and fifty dollars covered for me. I pay it and it's gonna come back to me in the refund check. No, that's not how it works. I'm gonna pay two hundred and fifty dollars for the sessions and then when tax season comes I'm gonna go to the tax table and go a little bit lower saved $30 literally that's what it was $30 it might have been 32 that's what I saw on the tax table the difference between the $250 difference for a single person and I'm just like whoa I was really gonna fall for this see how they did that all they had to do is it's like uh compacting it into a tax table and it's like misdirecting you miss you know what I mean misdirecting you (laughs) I'm just like holy shit you know so well you know fuck the government (laughs) You know straight like that, but you know, I'm thinking about just just not having a job now like Jesus Like what if I just didn't have a job then I'd be able to get food stamps and I'd be able to get a uh, medical insurance It's like I'm stuck in the middle like a grape like mr. Miyagi said, you know you either you do karate. Yes, or do karate No do karate so so get squished, just like grape. I feel like I'm in the middle getting squished like what the fuck? You know, I have a job, and it pays way more. It pays more than the threshold of, of medical insurance, so I can't have the insurance. But I'm still broke as fuck, and I still have mad expenses and student college loan debt. Actually, I'm almost done paying my student loan debt. I'm <laughs> $7,000. That's a fuck. I'm going to be there in no time. That's a fact. I'll be there in no time paying off my student loan debt. It's going to feel so good. I'm saving every penny for, for my travels next summer make no mistake kenya is eight hours ahead of um united states so i have to make the phone call make sure my visa is gonna get you know correct I have to call the embassy or whatever um i'm just glad they speak english you know english swahili and i think another european language maybe i, I forget no i think it's just english and swahili but i have everything planned colombia's plans brazil's plan and uh, yeah, I'm definitely taking the next summer off too. You know, just this is a fact. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I'm disappearing off the face of the planet this summer and also next summer for four months. I I don't know where I'm going, but hopefully, I have enough money saved to go to Europe. Like I said, I'm gonna go to Austria that's not how you pronounce it there was some polish girl there was a polish girl uh, uh that came to game night the past thursday night at, at uh, we're at red kettle coffee house uh uh you know shameless plug you know slide through slide through red kettle coffee house um RSVP on meetup.com on thursday 6:30 to 9, it's thursday 6:30 to 9 p.m. uh we have game night we play bananagrams and chess and um Cards Against Humanity? I have it. I mean, maybe we'll play it, you know, if it's cool. <laughs> Obviously, that game's inappropriate and stuff like that for some people. But whatever. Uh, so, yeah, slide through Red Kettle Game Night. Last last Thursday night, uh, there was a Polish girl. And she was like, it's not pronounced, I forget how she pronounced it. And she murked me in chess. Oh, my God. She probably grew up, like, playing that. And I grew up playing that, but i'm not polish like i don't know how they do it out there maybe you know ah, man it's part of the culture maybe i'm colombian i guess it's part of chess is all chess is global you know what i mean so yeah she murked me like three times back to back and i was just seeing five moves ahead and i can only see like two moves ahead I gotta expand my mind, you know, that's why chess is good, you know, uh, that's why I would be telling my friends, use that fucking brain of yours, I would be using my brain to come up with words, you know, I, I come up with raps at work, you know, at, uh, at the coffee shops I be working, I just come up with raps. The magic question you asked I got my wrist locked To pour latte art I fill it to the tip top I'm just sad that I can't Wear my flip flops Feel blessed if you do Recognize hip hop The most liberating sound It's like a pick locks So tell me what you want i make it with six shots You know, I just come up with that I don't be writing I just be washing dishes And mopping the floor Coming up with these things Because make no mistake The brain is what separates us From other species It's the main difference it's the, You know what I mean I was walking past a couple dogs today and i'm just like i make sure to say, you know blow kisses at them even though the owners could be dickheads they just don't even look at me don't even say hi i say hi to them they, i get ignored but I, I realize like a dog is 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 it's very special because it's got the the, the the jaw like unbelievable amount of force on in the jaw it could rip an animal to shreds it could bite your hand it could you know what i mean it has. It's very strong, you know, it's, it can attack you with the jaw, you know, and so they're formidable in that way, but us humans, we're formidable because of our brains, we could, we could look, I could look at a dog and understand the body language and understand this and that and predict what's gonna happen and, and, uh, and, uh, um, just handle the situation differently. A dog is 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 smart in a way where it can smell 10,000 10, times better than a human, and it could bite the fuck out of something. It's very strong, faster. It could be faster than a human. Um it can hear better, but but us humans, we can think better. We can um, we're, we can analyze a situation better. I look at a dog. I'm like, oh, formidable, skinny dog. Uh, uh, Looks very attentive, very strong, a little bit scary. So I'm just gonna make sure everything's copesthetic, Say hi, and 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 know I'm a human. I'm smart. I have a brain. I'm using it. I'm thinking, oh, if I if I make peace with this dog, like, you know, settle things civilly, just say hi, give the positive energy, show that I'm not a threat, this dog is most likely not going to attack me, you know, not going to want to bite me. So that's how humans solve problems with our brain. A dog will solve a problem by fighting, maybe, or running, you know, things like that. Or smelling something, or, or you know, uh, overcome its obstacles by... By hearing something, and and we, we us humans do it differently. So that's what that's what makes us humans special is our brain. So I always make sure is my brain is a muscle. Then I gotta exercise it. You know. There was this girl at the game night. She was a pilot. She was studying all afternoon at, at the coffee shop. And then and then I'm just I'm just surprised. She's like, oh, I just needed a break. And I'm just like, oh man, she took a break from studying, like three hours to, to work on bananagrams, which is, which is you know, flipping words around, making anagrams, making, you know, a crossword, left to right, up to down, no onomatopoeia, no contractions, no made up words, no slang, <laughs> I always gotta repeat all the rules to people, but uh, yeah, that's how she was taking her break from studying, it's like, huh, that was interesting, but I guess it's a break if, you're, if your brain needs, like, some a good exercise. That's my break. Right before recording this podcast, I went on a break. I went for a little run. My back still hurts a little bit, but not that much. It's getting better. And I did 50 push-ups. That was my break. So... It made sense, it makes sense, you know, definitely makes sense to me, you don't gotta tell me. Uh, I like playing Bananagrams because it's exercise for my brain, I, I like having words on the, it's fun. You know, I always say, if you can't use the word in a sentence, then don't use it, so whenever I use a word, I use it in a sentence and just say it out loud and make jokes. And, you know, obviously clitoris was one of my words, that's a fact. I can't believe I didn't know how to spell it, <laughs> but it is what it is alright, oh man, I gotta check the train schedule, (laughs) that's what I always say when I'm done, when I'm talking on the phone with my friends and it's time to go, I'm like, (laughs) alright, so I guess it's time to go, yeah, I gotta come up with a more organized way um, to record this podcast, but we'll see, maybe, maybe I'll just continue talking to the microphone, you know, just self-expression, thank you for listening, until next time, peace and love.